0: Okay, hello and welcome to the Warwick Career Society podcast. I'm Alex and I'll be the host of this episode. I'm the events manager for the new Warwick Career Society where I'm overseeing the Society's podcast series and I'm helping organising the Society's online conference. I'm currently studying mathematics and on the side I write articles for my blog on personal development. For those who don't know, The Warwick Careers Conference will be an online conference for students interested in finding the right career for them. It will be hosted over a weekend in March, 2021. More details will be shared throughout this episode and on our society's social media accounts. Okay. So this is the first podcast episode from the Warwick Careers Society, where we're releasing a short series of podcasts this year about looking at careers and personal development. Uh, these will all be recorded online due to uh, COVID-19. Today's podcast episode is split into two parts. The first part is a short talk with the co-presidents of the newly started Warwick Career Society on why, on why they set up the society and their vision for the conference. In the second part, I'll be talking about the role of personal values in careers and how you can look inward to find greater clarity on what career path might suit you well. Okay, so firstly, Rui, uh, one of the two co-presidents, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Hello, like Alex said, I'm Rui. I'm going into my, um, well, I'm in my final year of physics um, and I'm applying for Masters in International Relations. So, um, yeah, slightly strange combination of degrees, I guess, but um, yeah, I hope to bridge the gap between sciences and humanities and affect policy changes in international organizations in the future.
0: Okay, it's nice to have you on the podcast, Rui. Now, oh, now Semha, who is also a co-president of the Society, would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Uh, yeah, so I'm Semha. Um, I'm also in my third year but doing math and physics um i'm on the four year uh, integrated masters course so i'm not quite leaving yet got a year and a half to go um yeah i guess one thing that Ruki and i do have in common is that we do see ourselves perhaps branching out of physics and doing something else um beyond uh university but i guess i'll be doing physics for the next year or so nice
0: okay it's nice to have uh, edc on the podcast So, right, let's get started with some questions. Uh, So, firstly, what are the current plans for the conference, Ruhi? Uh,
1: So, yeah, we're really excited to launch our Warwick Careers Conference this year. So, it will be in um, week nine of term two, and it will be free, and everyone is welcome to attend um, from universities all around the country and potentially even around the world. So. Yeah, the aim of the conference is to help you find the best careers for you.
0: All right. Very cool. So uh, where did you get the idea of running a conference, uh, Ruhi?
2: Um,
1: Okay, so in my first year um, of physics at Warwick, I went to a conference for undergraduate women in physics. And I also went to a conference, um, the International Conference for Physics Students. So yeah, these were two incredible conferences, um, which made me realise just how useful conferences can be. And from the first conference, I gained um, a lot of insight into myself. I realised that I have a lot of biases, which I hadn't realised before, which led to lots of introspection and changed how I see myself and how I think now. The second conference made me realise that um, I didn't have a full understanding of how the world works. Um, uh, it made me realise how much I don't know and led to me reading lots more books and watching loads more TED Talks and things like that. So they both these conferences had really big impacts on me and um, I kind of got a bit hooked on conferences and went to around 10 in my second year. But um, anyway, these conferences, um, the two that I mentioned, um, although they had really changed how I thought. I don't believe that the um, the organisers of those conferences had these things in mind. Um, I don't think that they really were trying to get you to introspect, um or to understand the world better, I guess. Um, so what I wanted to do is um, to create a conference that actually does these intentionally. So these were quite vague ideas, but then Samha and I started working together, and um, yeah, with her help, we um, came up with some concrete ideas to make this actually happen. So, yeah, really, really excited to be working with Samha.
2: Oh, very excited to be working with you, Ruhi. Yeah, so as Ruhi was saying, um, we kind of found this to be like the intersection of our ideas. Um, We sort of like hope to take others on a journey, so throughout the conference. Uh, looking at different things we thought and found to be quite important in the path to working out what careers would suit us um, and sort of uh, help people on the journey for them as well Um, and like just for me it was a lot of um, like how I found myself uh, landing on this was um, sort of thinking about what I wanted to do after university and not not exactly knowing um, and, and being a little bit Confused, just as someone with some interdisciplinary interests. So I kind of tried a few different things over the last couple of years and found some things that I've learned I don't like, and some things that have surprised me. But for um, more importantly of um, how I how, how I got here, I found some surprising roles in uh, particular companies where I didn't expect them, and and found myself going through this learning journey, discovering what is important to me and. And and that you don't necessarily have to make huge sacrifices of, of what you want in a career, you know, whether that's um, like money or um, pursuing a certain uh, type of job or location and um, all that sort of stuff.
0: All right. So it sounds like you got a lot of inspiration behind, uh, well, deciding to start your own conference. So, So what is your vision for this conference that you plan to run?
1: So, okay, this conference is split in three parts. So the first part of the conference focuses on better understanding the world of careers and how they're changing. So as an exec, we ourselves um, really would like to better understand the world of careers. So we're really, really excited to have many speakers to share their knowledge and insights on how uh, careers are changing and how the situation is currently. so yeah, we hope that better understanding how careers are um, and how they're changing will will give everyone um, a better understanding of what is out there. And um, hopefully this will be the first step towards figuring out which career is best for you. So the second part of the conference is focused on introspection. So figuring out uh, your own values and what is actually important to you in a career. So um, the third part puts these things all together. So once you have a better understanding of the world of careers and a better understanding of yourself, then the third part helps you actually um, find these careers and jobs. And so we'll walk you through it um, with the help of many experts. So um, hopefully by the end of the conference, you'll have a much better understanding um, of the next steps you should take and a much better direction the future so really
2: hope we can help with that. Mm-hmm. Well, well said Ruhi, well <laughs> said.
0: <laughs> okay so how did you go about assembling your team uh, to help you organize this conference? Uh, maybe- so
1: once Samhar and I had this idea we found um, that Warwick Career Society had been abandoned so we contacted the SU, who agreed to hold elections for us. And thankfully, we managed to get an amazing team. Um, so yeah, really glad to be working with everyone. Um, and yeah, uh, it all fell into place. So um, we put a lot of thought into how to structure the th- the team and um, how to run things. And it's really, really nice to see it all happening in practice now.
2: Yeah i just like to second that. It's, it's really nice <laughs> seeing a lot of the plans that we'd uh, spent a lot of time thinking about sort of realising themselves. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, thanks for that answer. So what do you hope uh, for people to gain from attending this conference?
2: Mm, very good question. Um, and I'm sure, like, as Ruhi will say, we see ourselves and with our friends and in general that sort of figuring out what you want to do after university can be quite confusing uh challenging and just daunting (laughs) um and and we're all in it together in that sense and we do recognize that um but you know we've spent a lot of time and given it a lot of thought for how we can structure and sort of filter down um, what paths we want to go down. Um, uh, so we really hope that through sort of taking people, and I will say again, on that journey <laughs> of what to consider when looking for a career, um, that you can actually see yourself in, um, and and how to get actually uh, like give practical advice for how you can actually get there. Um, we hope that that will give people some more clarity and support and uh, direction going forward. Yep, exactly.
0: All right, then. So what would you like to see the society do in the next few years, uh,
2: Hmm. I mean, I really hope it sort of grows into the potential I genuinely believe it has. Um, So primarily, I'd really love for the society to not only provide a framework and resources, but to also be the link between industries, businesses and students. Um, and actually provide um, like actual opportunities for for students to explore them that would be ideal and that's our aim but obviously um, it's quite it's quite difficult to actually uh, practically do that in the initial setting up period.
1: But yeah definitely that is exactly where we see the society going and because it's so interdisciplinary um, because it is work career society it's um it's not tied to any sector or anything like that um we'd really like it to be the bridge between every different um industry and things like that so students mm-hmm. come to us and can be linked and connected to um industries from um maybe engineering firms to um i don't know firms, like uh, things that are completely different um and yeah. also like non-conventional careers maybe so Just we'd like to be the bridge between everything.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: Okay. So, well, yeah, thank you for coming on and answering these questions. All right. So
1: thank you so much for having us. I just want to say we're so excited for the conference and we really can't wait to see you there.
2: Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'd like to echo that. I think there's quite a lot of exciting things planned for that. 100%.
0: okay that's the end of the interview with ruhi and semha our two co-presidents and founders now we're starting the second half which is now just me and i'll be talking about how we can plan our careers in a more deliberate way okay so i'm going to describe two patterns seen in career planning uh, with one being much more frequently used than the other and how we can use these ideas to plan our own careers so, firstly, there is bottom up career planning. This is where you try to choose a career based on what skills and qualifications you already possess. So, one way you could choose a career by planning from the bottom up is to look for jobs for which you're qualified and have the skills for, and aiming for jobs with the best pay, location, the best hours, benefits, etc. You may also notice how you're close to being qualified for a type of job that might be slightly better than the ones you're currently looking at. So you could do some courses or training so that you could start applying for this new type of job. All right, so this bottom-up strategy is probably the most often used strategy for serious career planning, if someone does any career planning at all. If you ask for career advice from someone, there's a good chance that they'll look at your qualifications to see what jobs you're likely capable of and then try and search for the job you'd most like out of the pool of jobs you can do. Okay, so that was bottom-up planning. And now onto the second way, which is top-down career planning. In this method, rather than looking at your qualifications, you look to yourself. So initially, you introspect and think, what are your core values? So something that is a personal value Which is likely to stay one of your key values for the rest of your life. Then with these core values you look for careers that could suit these set of values. So for example you might have a core value which is caring for others. With a value like this you might search for a career in which you spend a lot of time caring for others such as being a nurse or a charity worker. Perhaps you really value working with other people or perhaps even working alone. So you could look for a career in, in which one of these is the norm. Perhaps you're a keen creative. Perhaps you're compassionate, altruistic, environmentalist, entrepreneurial. Maybe you care about your status or you desire fame. Perhaps you want a high degree of control over your work. Maybe you're patriotic or religious. Maybe you enjoy teaching others or you might feel strongly aligned with a certain political goal. There are so many things you can value deep down, and when you're conscious of these inner values, you can choose a career that suits these values the best. Although you're unlikely to find a career that satisfies all of your values, but as long as a career satisfies at least a few values and doesn't have any large downsides, then in theory, you should be relatively satisfied with that career. If you ever thought about what job you might like when you were a child, then this top-down approach is probably the way you looked at choosing a career. Although you didn't explicitly think about your values, you would have still done it implicitly. Okay, now we can take a step back and compare these approaches. The bottom-up approach that focuses on your qualifications and skills seems like a very pragmatic way to find a career that you can get with little effort from where you currently are and it'll find a career that suits your current skill set well. However, it seems unlikely that you're going to end up finding a career that is fulfilling and that makes you happy. It may even make you miserable. On the other hand, the top-down approach that focuses on your core values seems like a more heart-oriented way to find a career that aligns with you as a person, and it should point you to a, towards finding a career that is fulfilling. However, it is quite idealistic and less down-to-earth. It doesn't factor in your qualifications, and so this method might find careers that are completely removed from your own skill set. And it might be difficult to find a career that fits with, with many of your values and that you can do it might require getting new qualifications and training, new skills to get a career that is a good match for your values. So, how do we go about choosing a career given these two approaches? It's pretty simple. We try and take a balanced approach by using both of them. So, for example, you could, let's say, prioritize top-down planning over bottom-up, perhaps weighing them with a ratio of 60-40, 60 40, maybe 70-30, or even 80-20. So your values will take stronger precedence over the best jobs you can see from the bottom-up perspective. If you don't care too much about the top-down approach, you could give bottom-up planning more weight in your career planning, though nowadays it seems like most people put way more importance on bottom-up planning rather than top-down planning. Where you draw the line is completely up to you. It depends on how much value finding a job that is really satisfying and aligns with who you are as a person, and how much you value finding a job that pays the most while putting in the least effort. And while you can still find jobs that match with your values from a bottom-up approach, it seems rare, and it can't hurt to consider looking through the top-down lens. Okay, so that brings us to the end of the first episode. I hope you found the interview interesting and I also hope you learned something from my section at the end. Just to remind you, our conference will be online between the 12th and the 14th of March in 2021. We'll have many speakers and some workshops to help students try and find a better career pathway. More details will be released over the next few months over our social media channels and our website warwickcareerssoc.co.uk that's warwickcareerssoc.co.uk thank you for listening and i hope you enjoy the rest of your day